0: And
1: I'm the gay.
0: And today, we are going to talk about our favorite gay representation.
1: Woo! So. So let's begin.
0: uh, I don't know about you, but at this point, I almost exclusively (laughs) consume queer media.
1: I, I will say, yes, basically me too, but I also don't watch a lot of movies and tv yes. like you do yeah so like objectively it's less <laughs> yeah. but yeah. but the one and two that i do see are usually gay things that you recommend to me you know <laughs> so like true. so like that's, that's true. the
0: truth yeah i feel like i either watch queer media or it's like <laughs> guilty pleasure like straight boy shows I... movies <laughs> because yeah. me and my brother were really close growing up and so I feel like there's certain <laughs> things that I'll watch that I'm like, I know this is bad, <laughs> right?
1: <But> well, <laughs> it's usually for me. It's a guilty pleasure. For me, it's usually exclusively gay shit or things I can find subtext in. Because yes. when it's like so explicitly straight, I just like can't get into it. I don't think it's entertaining. Yeah. I'm like, I'm...
0: Well, I'm just like not as invested in the characters.
1: <laughs> it just feels like they just straight people make up their problems and they're like,
0: oh ah. yes. <laughs> My theory that that straight people don't actually have problems because it's <laughs> so mean because okay, well, i was re-watching seinfeld right and i realized that like a lot of the conflict and the issues that george and jerry face are just completely rooted in their fragile masculinity and aren't <laughs> real things and if they just realized that they didn't have to feel that way then they wouldn't have any problems
1: <laughs> but anyway um but let's begin about things that we do enjoy yes as this is about our favorite representation we didn't want to say best because i know at least some of mine are still a little problematic right but... <laughs>
0: like i know this is trash but um
1: M, I i will let you begin
0: let's start with film and tv yeah film and tv i love me a good gay coming of age movie i do too very good you
1: know why i do why because i'm a sucker for rom-coms yes but i hate straight rom-coms yes. but when it's two men yeah, i go I oh my god Why when
0: a straight man like flirting with a girl i'm like gross <laughs> I'm, like,
1: I'm like ew <laughs> but, but which is so which is so rooted i in know and own... then there's
0: like two boys or two girls and i'm like oh my god they're so precious no it's a
1: total bias and it's totally rooted in our own shit well
0: i'm tired of seeing straight media all the time
1: yeah but it's but like when i don't have to find the subtext and it's just explicitly right there mm-hmm. and I, I'm a sucker for a gay love story yeah I'm just
0: like, well I think too that I love coming of age movies because I have come of age <laughs> as comparison oh, to like romance where I movies. yearn for romance right like which is I have like Right. had like any sort of deep spicy <laughs> romance that's like in these that's, that's in these movies um <laughs> So I feel like I don't relate to those as much, but it's also interesting because I feel that with a lot of coming of age movies, they're about gay men as opposed to lesbians.
1: No, lesbians only existed in like the
0: 1800s. Don't even get me started. (laughs) Yeah, no. Well, and that's so interesting though, because I find that so many lesbian movies, they're romance movies. And again, I'm like, okay, cool, 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 you know not as relatable. Right. And like you said, that like I feel like especially right now, a lot of lesbian movies are like lesbian period dramas. Right. And it's and about that's... this forbidden love. And I'm like, okay. I just want some like modern portrayals of lesbianism. I don't need <laughs> this like forbidden love stuff. Um,
1: so then what are some of your favorite film and T V examples?
0: Oh, well as far as coming of age, I love Closet Monster. That's Mm. probably my favorite. It's very, very good. But also because I watched it when I was in high school and while I was auditioning for colleges and it's about this boy who's gay and is applying for special effects makeup school. Art school. Art school. So you're related (laughs) very much. (laughs) Right. So (laughs) I was like, oh my God, I also am applying for art school and I'm also gay. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) And I also love it though because it's not a coming out movie. Where, like, mm. he's gay, and he knows he's gay, and he never actually comes out to anybody in the movie. Where, like, his best friend knows, and his parents mm-hmm. don't really know, but he never, like, comes out to them. And I like that. I I like that he's just, like, knows who he is, versus, yeah. like, struggling. Which, those are also good movies, when people are, like, struggling with their identity and stuff. Well, yeah,
1: I, well, but... especially because that's, like, such a big... Part of the narrative and culture of yes. you know being queer, especially growing up, that right. that's like something you have to
0: and that like discover coming and... coming out movies.
1: I've seen some good coming out. Yes, movies. and I feel like uh, I, I liked seen some bad them. coming out movies. I liked I...
0: coming out movies a lot more when I again was like at that time and was coming out.
1: That makes sense. And so
0: now I'm oh. kind of like past that. I also find with coming out stories, a lot of the times they feel like they're more for a straight audience. Um. And so that's another reason why I don't always like them as much.
1: Like, they're like, look at the stress that you put that gay person under. Or,
0: yeah, or, like, it's, like, the gay person comes out, and then it's about the straight people around them trying to cope with it. (laughs) And so it's about, like, the straight experience versus (gasps) the gay experience. You
1: know it was a good movie that we watched? It was more so about um, a trans person's experience. But Adam...
0: Oh,
1: that was that cool. That was a good. That had movie. that was a really controversial movie because before a lot of people really watched it and dove into it, they were like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!"
0: Because they were boycotting it because it was about a cis straight man pretending to be trans so he could date this girl, which you who can was tell. Yeah,
1: you can see why this is like controversial. A bunch of, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and that which makes sense. Yeah. However, I think that. I mean, it was made by a trans person. Also, so many trans people were in the movie. So it gave a lot of trans artists jobs. Also, I thought it was funny because it like flipped the script. Because so often queer movies are like, it's one queer person surrounded by straight people and like trying to survive. But this was like a straight cis person who is literally surrounded by queer people. Yeah. Like
1: he's visiting his sister in the city who like,
0: who's a lesbian and like is in that crowd. And yeah, that was (laughs) really good.
1: And mind you, it frames it in a way that what he's doing is terribly wrong. You have to watch the movie. because Yeah.
0: I really liked it. I liked it too. And also I thought it was good because it, I think was good for queer audiences and straight audiences because again i think that there's gay movies that it's like this is obviously made for a gay audience and then there's gay movies where it's like this is obviously made for a straight audience that <laughs> is trying to like educate straight
1: people right, 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 right. but
0: this i thought had a good balance of both
1: i agree and i mean watch it have your own opinion let us know what you think uh let me share the one of the few examples i have. yeah because <laughs> again i don't watch a lot of film and tv for no reason other than i just don't <laughs> I think one of the first times I felt extremely seen was I started watching the US version of Shameless.
0: Oh, like, yes!
1: Well, and because he. Because Ian. Is a redhead. Is, <laughs> yeah, it's also. Like, also looks like me. <laughs> is um, a redhead. And with how far the series has gone, I mean, the character was like. I want to say like 15. Don't quote me on yeah, that. Yeah, he was very young. He was at like the a teenager. And it because it's a long running series, it can go through the whole journey. But I mean, it went through. This gay man's experience, discovering his sexuality, hitting all the tropes, like like being with older men in secrecy, being with an edgy man, blah 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 blah. Homophobic people, drugs. The whole series is really, really good. You can do what Emily did and just go to YouTube and watch specific Just anything.
0: Ian's plotline. <laughs> yeah, I have watched Um, all of ian's storyline of shameless and nothing else right well i often do that i'll (laughs) often watch just like the gay plot line of shows
1: right well and that's even the thing i didn't come out until sophomore year of high school and up to that point i mean i didn't see any explicitly gay people in media and not because they weren't there but because the media that was presented to me wasn't queer i mean i the town i grew up in wasn't gonna shove this gay shit in front of me you know right like it
0: existed but you didn't have any access to it
1: yeah and i mean like if i specifically dug around and i mean i grew up at the spawn of the internet so i could have searched for it and found it but i was also so comfortable pretending to be a straight man and then coming out and pretending to be a straight gay man you know know? so i think that's why i don't have a lot of specific media but i remember coming to college and where so much more of it was presented to me. Yeah. And it's at the point now where I'm comfortable with myself and it's not so much of like a, oh, I finally feel so seen. It's more of a like, ah, yes, so entertaining. I love this story. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I feel like I sought it out. Where like, once I realized I was gay, I was trying to consume as much
1: gay as I could. (laughs) Yeah, you're not...
0: And, I, like, I remember me and my friend, we would have, like, gay movie marathons, and we would just, like, watch queer movies oh, in high school. That's
1: interesting.
0: Yeah. I also just, like, love movies and film.
1: Well, I think that's why I was so drawn to falsettos, and not just because I was an obnoxious theater yes. kid, but that one had, like, explicit gays in it, and it was very popular with, like, the crowd I was in, which was yeah. theater kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I also love falsettos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually, because it had, the revival had the limited run, and so then it was in select theaters, and then I made my dad take me to go see it in theaters. (laughs) I also saw Boy Erased in theaters with my dad. Really? Yes, I make him watch. He,
1: See, and yeah. that's the thing is that all these movies came out and, like, I mean, you saw them or, like, knew about them as they were coming out. Yeah. I didn't know about them until you told right. me and I didn't you But, again, you I also, like, am college. always
0: always in the lookout and I... Like, I'm sure if I open up my phone right now, I could show you, like, a tab that says, like, lesbian movies 2020. I'm just, like, always searching.
1: Right. Well, and I do that now for, like, queer artists with uh, yeah. music and, yeah. like, finding that because I also found this, I mean, with how streaming has become so accessible, it's really easy to find... Um, oh. these different things. Yeah. And I mean, for me, I'll talk about music, it's been I mean, I love, every time I'm on Instagram and there's an ad for some new artist or some niche thing I've never heard of I always listen to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, not my favorite thing but also a lot of the times I find my, like, a new favorite album of mine. Yeah. They're not always, like, inherently queer but the ones that are, I especially vibe with just because, yeah. you know, support queer artists.
0: Well, it's interesting too that you bring up streaming because I feel like streaming services Are opening the doors for more queer art to be created. Do you? Because, well, I was going to say, yeah, with, I mean, like Spotify, obviously. I mean, our podcast is on Spotify. (laughs) Like, you can just, (laughs) like, lots of people are getting out their music and their, you know, podcasts. And then also with, like, Netflix and Hulu and everything, because it's not like the normal TV where it's like, oh, every Thursday (laughs) this show is on. Like, you don't have to pander to the wider audience anymore because people can be more selective with what they watch and so you can have more diverse stories being told versus being like well we need to make this relatable for everyone right
1: and i'd like to say too that it's easier for people to get their art out there Mm -hmm. as well sort of like i know i mean we're on spotify but i also know a lot of my friends that have music out on Spotify and all these different streaming platforms. Obviously, SoundCloud was the first, like, you know, SoundCloud rappers. You just hit upload. (laughs) I know the physical route to get my music on every notable streaming service. And I don't need a label. I don't need this stuff. And I'm sure there's, I don't know, the politics or, like, the financial things of actually, like, trying to be a musical artist. But (laughs) the fact that I could make something and just post it online. The fact yeah. that you and I can get this podcast out right. to everyone is amazing. That like you know? so I feel
0: like there's yeah, the door is open for more queer artists mm-hmm. to put out and create content.
1: Yeah. Which and is so good. Yeah, so and, good. And things are being mainstream, uh, mainstreamed?
0: Yes. Which is, is interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, yeah, that I feel like with things becoming more mainstream, then there is sort of a need to like pander to the wider mainstream audience because I also was going to say that I really love like older gay movies and like I love like a good lesbian rom-com from the late 90s early 2000s like Mm -hmm. Saving Face or But I'm a Cheerleader
1: right
0: but it's interesting because like those movies were created by queer people and so they're like telling their authentic story but then it didn't have a wide release and didn't get you know a lot of steam and so they aren't super big movies but that also gave them the freedom to just like completely tell their own story right you know versus now where it's like okay well we also you know we're putting this out and everybody's gonna watch it and so we want to make it a little more relatable or whatever right
1: and i mean This is a show tune, but being nine people's favorite thing, than a hundred people's ninth favorite thing. Yes. You know? Title of show. Title of show. Uh, (laughs) Title of show.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I think that because a lot of the things when I was thinking about queer media that I like, a lot of it is older versus newer stuff. And so, and again, (laughs) so many lesbian movies are... Uh, They're newer movies, period, but they period keep, dramas they keep and getting I'm pushed like,
1: further back in time. <laughs> I'm like,
0: okay, I get it. um But yeah, well, and I also, well, I love some things that are like older, but then like are also problematic now. Yeah. You know, because I also, I mean, I love Will and Grace. I've watched every episode of Will and Grace. <laughs> oh. but I realized that it hasn't totally aged well.
1: No, and uh, even at the time, I mean, objectively it wasn't the God's heaven sent well gorgeous representation. No,
0: but also like very at the same time very progressive for its time. Yeah. You know, and the baby steps. Baby steps. Right. Well (laughs) in the fact that like I mean, Ellen's sitcom was cancelled the year before because she came out, and then mm-hmm. like Will and Grace was on, and it was you know showing gay people and bringing gay people into people's living rooms. Yeah, the,
1: yeah, and it, obviously there's like the problems of just right. like of one the of stereotypes. Them, the stereotypes. we all, <laughs> which we, we all, all know, know a Jack.
0: Jack. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think stereotypes are always bad.
1: No, but I, I think
0: it's bad when that's the dominant thing being told, and where we don't acknowledge like the nuance of experience. Yeah, because and... there are people who are stereotypical in real life, and so then if we're just going to criticize those stereotypes and say that they're bad,
1: right? But in, I mean, then that's problematic. Um, but that actor was queer. Yes, Sean and, Hayes. Yeah, Sean Hayes is queer. It's gay. And like, yeah,
0: but Will's not, which is interesting.
1: Which is, you know, like we said, there's a couple problems. Right. But, and that show wasn't even like explicitly gay all the time. It was much more so like.
0: Well, it was pretty gay.
1: Will was pretty gay?
0: Well, here's the thing. He, he,
1: like, well, you he, know, it was he brought got, up. But... Well, no,
0: no, no. Well, and it got more and more gay. It's interesting because, oh, yeah. yeah, Jack was just very flamboyant all the time. And well, then what? Will was more like the quote, straight passing lawyer gay, you know? But um, it was interesting because, especially in the original series as opposed to the reboot grace would have all of these long-term relationships and would be in relationships all the time and then will never would
1: and because they were
0: like oh it's okay that we have gay people on tv but we don't want to have them like in relationships (laughs) right so like there would be so many episodes where he would like see a cute boy and they'd like make eyes at each other but then like I don't know, something would like cock block them. Right. And it was well, like jokes. And
1: again, that's why it was so good. Like, it was a baby step, but obviously, if yes. like being gay was normal in that world, we would see it more often. Yeah. As but again,
0: to... I was going to say that, you know, because that was on, you know, like TV, and so mm-hmm. they have to accommodate to at the mainstream then. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah, yeah exactly that. And it's bad. sort of. I mean, I still see some of that now where people will be like, no, yeah. there's a gay character. Yeah. <laughs> be like, gay subplots are fun. I mean, I could put five different gay subplots butt to butt and they would all be the same plot, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just like... Well,
0: yeah, because that's interesting, too. Unrequited
1: love. Right. They come out. There's homophobic people. They find love.
0: Yeah. Um, it's there's... really
1: cute and they get a following.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's interesting yeah. because Gala there's... Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of... uh. Shows that have, like, a gay best friend.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Which is good. I remember. (laughs) But I prefer, like, a gay main character. (laughs) No,
1: No, and I remember, this is so funny. I remember, I don't even remember what the skit was. I remember it was an SNL skit. I don't even remember what the skit was. The bit was some bitchy girl, and she had her posse, and they were in high school. But it was the main girl, two girls. And then up walks this guy, and just, like tight-fitting jeans and like a crew neck with like stars all over it I'm like oh my god it's her gay friend <laughs> which wasn't explicitly said but i was yeah. like oh my god that's the gay friend
0: right yeah that's very yeah <laughs> like, like the subtext
1: <gasps> gbf was a movie i watched i that actually
0: loved no i love
1: gbf too and it's so <laughs> objectively there's i shouldn't say objectively Obviously, it's not, like, this amazing script or something. No, it's, it's something, terrible. But, right. Writing. But I honestly love that it's, like, it tackles the trope of having a gay best friend and kind of tries to, like, dismantle yeah. it a little bit. And I loved it. I thought it was so funny. No,
0: I, I've watched it multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because I agree. Well, and it's another one of oh, those, you know, like, fun gay coming-of-age movies. Right. You know?
1: With, like, a purpose to say, like, something. Yeah. And right. again,
0: is the writing great? Mm. <laughs> but but it's entertaining i also yeah i feel like my standards are low as well for representation because there's not a lot no i also i would go on youtube and i would watch like gay sketch comedy because i love sketch comedy but it would all be like skits from like the eighties and nineties from like Mad T V or oh. In Living Color and it was like these <sighs> sketches about gay people but like written by straight men and they were all just like homophobic. <laughs> Terrible. Right. But I thought they were so funny. Oh, not... <laughs> so I like would look them up and watch all of them. Right. And so like yeah, it was it's problematic.
1: Well and... But again
0: like when you don't have tons of representation.
1: Well and i even think now about the comedians I listen to now as opposed to the comedians I listen to back home mm-hmm. I mean I used to really vibe with the whole straight people talking about like the battle of the sexes and the, oh my god I know and I used to be like oh I hate women that's why I date men oh my god or remember when we were like, like in
0: middle school and Jeff Dunham was like a big thing yeah And now, like no, <laughs> did we... we try to like rewatch one of his specials and we were like oh my oh god, my god. <laughs> this is just racist no and even it's like, so bad yeah. <laughs>
1: and even like I mean I watched um, some of Eliza Schlesinger's first stand-ups and I I thought some of them were so, so, so funny. And even looking back on them now, and she's come out with, like, I think, I want to say, like, four or five Netflix specials. The newer ones are much better, but they're still, like, I don't find them as funny, not that I'm so aware. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is just, like, straight people shit that I don't relate to that I think is problematic. And they're just joking about it. But I even look back on, like, her old specials, and there was, like, some dated jokes, both about, like, queer people and Mm -hmm. people of color. And just, like, I wrote an essay in my ap language class um about how comedians have more power to say controversial things Mm -hmm. and bring up topics that are or like start those conversations yeah um not to say that comedians are have more power to go up and say something like racist but like to say that they can they can make jokes about these like things we do systematically or whatever in society that we would otherwise not want to talk about or be able to talk mm-hmm. about. And I mean, that's why I love listening to queer artists, Yes. queer comedians, because
0: lo- love stand up. Well, <laughs> right,
1: no, like we relate to them more. Yeah, obviously. well, and
0: I find that with stand up, I like stand up comedians where they are talking about their personal experience. And so, like, I love queer comedians because, the, you know, they talk about being queer and they yeah, talk about their and life. Yeah, growing up We're gay, gay is so
1: funny. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and so, but. As opposed to there's some comedians who will, instead of talking about themselves, talk about other groups of people. And that's where it gets (gasps) dicey because then they start to, like, make jokes (laughs) and stereotypes about these people. You know, versus, like, if a gay person's making gay jokes, it's like, oh, yeah, because that's your experience. I remember
1: going to an open mic night back home around, uh, not in my cornfield, but in a neighboring (laughs) town. And it was so funny because most of the people that would go up were these straight white men. And I'm trying to think of, like... And they weren't bad because they were straight and white. It was just all their jokes were either, like, usually about their their girlfriends, you know, like, Mm -hmm. or something dumb. Or, like, they would talk about how bad they were in bed. Like, the only jokes they had were they had to be self-deprecating.
0: Oh, yeah. That's such a thing, too. Um, And then
1: this one... We had... Oh, my God. And then one girl went up. It was so funny. Her husband had gone up the set or two before her and she was so funny she walked up and she was like hi i'm the short jewish woman that he was talking about <laughs> like, but then she it was so funny because she would make all these jokes about being short and about being jewish and like mm-hmm. being a woman right when and you it was funny from your
0: personal experience yeah and i'm not
1: jewish or a woman and i enjoyed that much more yeah and because then
0: you can even when they're talking about their personal experiences even if you aren't queer or you aren't of the same nationality or yeah. whatever like because there's so much truth in it then you can find as an audience find that universal truth and still relate to it yeah versus like straight men or women just being like men suck right, right. Or, like women are you
1: know Right. <laughs> even, like, even think about <laughs> like I mean if you said the shit if shit that Cameron Esposito said came out of a straight white man's mouth right or like <laughs> things that Ali Wong said like they cetera, just the, can't yeah it's just like yeah <laughs> Yeah, it feels like a rude assumption as opposed yeah. to, like, truth. Yes, um, I agree. Circling back, I want to go into music. Yes, Because, please. yeah. Um, you have more to
0: say? <laughs> no, no, no.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, in terms of music, I think about growing up that I would listen to Kelly Clarkson, and I would listen to Pink, and I would listen to, I mean, I grew up also on, like, Paramore. Um I always say my mom liked bubblegum pop and my dad loved classic rock.
0: I love bubblegum and so, pop.
1: <laughs> and so I love those genres but then mine is like pop punk and that's mm-hmm. like what I love. And I find myself looking back on it and I was like I think I related more to women's music than mm. men's music. And I don't know if it was necessarily just because the pronouns were there. Oh interesting. Um you know cuz girls were, you know, singing straight, about, and they'd boys. Like, Sing about boys, singing about boys. But they usually came from a more, like, emotional place. Right. And I think about, oh gosh, what men did I listen to growing up? Oh no, Ashley Simpson, Kelly Clarkson, Pink, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Carrie Underwood. No, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to think, uh, 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 Owl City? No. (laughs) Like, I listened to, like, mainly women growing up. And even, like, a lot of, like, music that gay men listen to now, gay men talking about, like, me, it's usually, like... Women and not even necessarily mm-hmm. queer women, you know, but just women. I mean, like Cher is a gay icon, Lady yes. Gaga, Ariana Grande right, right, today. Right. Um, there's Katy Perry gays, um, right. Beyonce, of course. Yeah, but I think about it, I'm like, where did the gay artists go? Right, which some of those women I just named are queer, but well,
0: <clears throat> and it's also interesting, especially when we were growing up, a lot of the mainstream artists, like, not all of them were out. True, you know? a lot of them
1: are out now, yeah. Um, Oh yeah, and a lot of their sounds have changed too, mm-hmm. which is really really cool. Um did you ever change the pronouns of a song growing up?
0: I suppose well, you know growing who did?
1: You know who did? Straight people.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> did
1: you ever see someone, you ever see right. a straight person be like like change the pronouns from he to she? like
0: so that... I don't I don't want, you know, to make it not gay.
1: I'm like, well, the song <laughs>
0: I remember being in, like, was, middle school and singing, because I listened to a lot of country music growing up. Right. You know, us right. uh, small-town Midwest people. And, um, <laughs> and I remember that song that's like, I want to kiss a girl, I want to hold her tight. You know that song? And I <laughs> you know, don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I Want to Kiss a Girl. And um, But I remember, like, being in middle school, and I would sing that song all the time, and I was like, but not really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no <I'm out>. homo <laughs> um well i even think about i'm trying to think back and i want to say the first queer artist that i truly like knew was gay like i explicitly knew and really enjoyed listening to was troy Savon. Mm, yes. um and i oh gosh don't even know how i found his album i want to say an ex told me about it but i don't even think that's necessarily true but it was i want to say the album was called blue neighborhood Does that sound right? I have no idea. (laughs) Um, Again, don't really
0: listen to a lot of music. I'm a podcast girl.
1: I'm a podcast girl. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It was called Blue Neighborhood. I just listened to so many songs on it. And I mean, some of them don't even explicitly use pronouns, Mm -hmm. but I knew that it was about another man. Oh, you know how I found it? Cause I got turned on by one of the videos.
0: Oh my god, um, <laughs> that's was, so funny! It was
1: uh, wild, and you know what? The, the shit was just him cuddling with boys. You know, like yeah. it wasn't even. But little hormonal me was like, "Oh my god!" I know. Oh my gosh! I watched
0: lots of lots of music videos in high school. Like I'm,
1: what? Shakira. Shakira.
0: <laughs> <laughs> lots of you know, yep, all that good stuff.
1: <laughs> but it was it was Troye Sivan, and then I think I later found out. Freddie Mercury was bisexual. Mm -hmm. Didn't know that when I was growing up listening to Queen. Makes it so much better. Uh, (laughs) And then I think from there, I might have started to actually seek out queer artists. Yes. Potentially. I mean, I remember when I found out Tyler Glenn was homosexual. Mm -hmm. It made Neon Trees that much better. Yes. (laughs) And then I think there was a point in college when I realized that all these artists coming out or all these artists I'm finding, not all of them sing songs that are explicitly gay, like, that Mm -hmm. use the pronouns. And again, maybe it's that what we're talking about, how, like, a love song can be spoken in the second person, like, saying you did this to me. Well, it's
0: interesting. I saw an interview with Demi Lovato recently where she was saying that, like, some of her songs are about girls and people just assumed that they were about boys. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And that's, oh my gosh, also makes Demi Lovato's music so much <laughs> better. <laughs> um, subjectively better, like in my <laughs> biased opinion. But it, it was that. No, and I think about how many songs that didn't use explicitly, like, he, him, when they mm-hmm. were talking about their partner, that I still related to when I was younger, you know? Mm-hmm. I think about songs that weren't necessarily written by queer artists or about someone of the same sex, but that I had to use my own images for right like when i mean oh gosh i listened to cry by kelly clarkson when i was sad i'm sure pink had a fuck you song that i listened to all the time (laughs) but i would do it oh my god i would listen to music in just about every situation when i was upset when i was sad over a boy who Mm -hmm. was usually straight (laughs) um i would go and i would listen to music and there'd be so much that like Music should be transferable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I find that a lot of it is usually just about hardcore emotion. Yeah, and that's why I found an easy way of relating to it. But honestly, finding queer artists that I really like, especially now, I know so many. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so much easier to find them too. Yeah, like right now, I'll pull up like an Isaac Dunbar song and be like, "Woo!" as a, and like listen to Onion Boy. That's my favorite by him. Uh, I hope straight people listen to queer music the same way that I listen to straight music. Right. Right. They're not even inherently different besides the fact right. of who they're singing about. I mean, again, like Demi Lovato, well, and especially no because so much
0: music is based in like the universal truths and emotion and
1: yeah. And maybe that's why I don't listen to a lot of like pop music anymore. And it's not because I'm trying to be like indie or some <laughs> shit, like, but it's literally, I'm just hipster. I mean, you can like tell when the music was written by some third party yeah. as opposed to by them. And that doesn't inherently make it bad, but sometimes you can see when it's like a, a pop machine. Like, you know, like, yes. they're, like a soda machine. No, yeah. like <laughs> like a uh, pop song machine yeah. where they all sound very similar. The songs that are on the radio, mm-hmm. it's like a money thing. Yes. As opposed to them genuinely right, being popular. Right, right. They get to the top of the charts because like of their labels like pushing the song. There are stories that I think people need to hear that aren't the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Maybe the reason we have such explicit roles that are forced upon us is because the same media keeps yeah. getting out. Yeah, no, it
0: keeps getting, yeah, just like... I over and over. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: The reason we have to come out is because...
0: Right. Because everything
1: we see is just straight. The reason yeah. I thought I liked girls first, right. as opposed to just starting realizing I liked boys before yeah. I didn't like anyone, you know? Yeah.
0: So music... <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, do you listen to music? Yeah,
0: I was just going to say. So I would, I mostly listen to podcasts. However, when I do listen to music, it's either, well, this is what I listen to. I either listen to show tunes. Oh, I like show tunes, yeah. musicals. Right. Theater. (laughs) But I have like a gay musical playlist where I just listen to like gay show tunes. And then I'll listen to like bubblegum pop. Because I love that. I have like my white girl playlist. (laughs) And then, um queer core oh my god i am obsessed (laughs) is that why you
1: were laughing so much because you wanted to bring up queer core
0: um i love i love queer core it's like queer punk rock music because i love rock music and Mm -hmm. um my brother and i were really close growing up and he loved rock music so then i started listening to rock music and then i discovered that there's like a whole genre of just like queer punk rock that's like a like fuck you to the man, and it's so good. And gay
1: people inherently have a lot of angst. Yes, um, I love it. That's, well, uh, yeah, that's a fact.
0: <laughs> I love it, but it's so so good, and it's these songs that are people you know sharing their truths and being angry and um, you know like being explicit. Some of it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> There's some like really funny bands. Uh, Schmeckel is really. <laughs> good um
1: there's just who sings best cock on the block
0: oh bitch and animal <laughs> i love that song i
1: do too no and it's actually a bop it's not it's just so like good conceptually I, funny.
0: yeah so that's what i listen to i have that like if i'm having a bad day or feeling bad about myself i'll just like blast some queer core and like jam out <laughs> yeah because yeah. it like makes me feel empowered
1: <laughs> um are there any like other forms of media that you really vibed with as a queer person, I ask because I'm thinking about like video games because I oh, play a lot of video games. Oh yes,
0: talk about um, that. I did not. I didn't start playing video games until college.
1: With, with me. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm a I'm a poser. I don't play a lot of video games either. I'm not a gamer. If yeah. You will. <laughs> no, but there's there's a couple games that I play again that I like a little more because I can be queer. For example, Stardew Valley. I also love me a good tycoon. It's a farming simulator. <laughs> um but you you like are next to this town and there's like eight people that you can flirt with start dating and end up marrying and um have kids with get a dog cat whatever four of them are women and four of them are men and and it doesn't matter what your person identifies as right, right? so it's cool so i got to be gay i married the like mask one because i'm yeah. problematic <laughs> <laughs> um no they were all weird because it's a game they always have like different types of men like one of them was like long hair flowy lives by the sea i think and yeah. then i married what was his name alex he's like sporty yeah oh my god <laughs> whatever there's like the nerdy one yeah Yeah.
0: that just made me think of dream daddies oh
1: my god no that's another right dream emily <laughs> and i are currently playing dream daddies <laughs> which is a game by the game grumps who i love the game grumps yeah. um and it's a daddy dating simulator and it's so
0: good it's so you
1: like make your own avatar and there's like there's eight
0: I don't remember Six. how many dads. There's, there's, but you're a dad, and then you date dad, these other dads. Like they in this have kids. Summer.
1: Like their dads, and they're all like, <laughs> you all live on the same cul de sac. <laughs> yeah, and, Like you go on dates with them, and it's very much so just like a narrative game. Like you just yeah. pick what you say, but it's so funny. It's so fun. It's I so, love, I love it. It gets, it gets a little steamy at some point. <laughs> yes. Points, so, it's oh so funny. But I love that because there's yeah. again physically playing as myself. Is mm-hmm. it um not with myself? as myself
0: (laughs) Um, yeah but no i love i love like you said when there are games where you can be gay where they give you that option because
1: i make things gay anyway i know like we were playing detroit and i mean (laughs) oh yes (laughs) there's no one i mean there's not not off the top of my head there wasn't any like sub character that was um inherently queer but when um one of the main characters marcus is like because
0: he he's he's Detroit android he's, yeah it's about like androids and then you know they there's like a revolution whatever like, whatever um uh, but then he was an android that worked for this like older man who was an artist and i was like daddy <laughs> i was like um obviously <laughs> like, obviously is, they're you know,
1: they have a romance
0: yeah i um, was like he's an artist <laughs>
1: I love gay subtext. I take it out of everything.
0: I know. Me too. I make everything gay. And...
1: That's okay. No, Straight I, people make everything straight. No, so I know.
0: I hate that. Because that's the other <laughs> thing. I hate it when there's things that I'm like, this is obviously gay. And then they're like, when straight people are like, no, it's not. Why would you assume that? And I was like, why because are you assuming it's straight? straight, yeah. You know? Like, I think it it's makes not total sense guilty. that this would... It's like, yeah. Right. Like, this... I think it makes total sense that these characters could be gay. So why not? My, my philosophy is if you can make it gay, make it gay.
1: Well, and if it's, if there's certain things that just like, this is a marketing tactic. If things are ambiguous enough for multiple people to relate to, like that's a genuine thing that yeah. people do. And so not to say that we do that all the time to specifically ambiguous characters. But I mean, if there's a situation where we can make it gay or it could just, you know, be straight. Let us make it gay. Yes. Like we don't, like yeah, well, I'm like, we don't why,
0: have, why can it not be?
1: Like, like, we have so little representation that everything no. that goes on TV or on film or in music mm-hmm. becomes, like, this mascot for what we are as yes. queer people. And so we need more representation yes. for that to be leveled out so that people know that, you know, queer people are different.
0: Well, and that's <laughs> why I do read into the gay subtext of everything because there isn't a ton of representation and I don't see myself a lot in the media. Yeah. So then like as a like survival tactic. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like hate myself. Yeah. I think that like who I am is wrong because that's what the media right. says. And, like, as,
1: and I'll speak that for myself. We'll make yeah. it gay.
0: So I do have representation that I can relate to. Yeah. Because it doesn't totally exist. Well,
1: and I'll speak for myself as an actor too. I mean, I usually play some pretty, pretty flamboyant characters yes. that's my type yeah but i mean most every character i play is queer <laughs> yeah. like or i make them as such. right
0: malvolio malvolio he, and 12th night
1: definitely gay <laughs> definitely a gay that man
0: that he um olivia is his fag hag <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then and then now, like i'm in this play now that's just like i'm this like rich pompous sleeping with the king like yeah gay man i mean i think about i've been called back for like really explicitly straight characters, like mm-hmm. Hal in Picnic, <laughs>
0: um,
1: which if you don't know, it's just like, it's an old play. Yeah. The men are problematic. American. Classic American. Was, like 50s. Well, yeah. and I used to have such a dissonance even just being like, pretend you're in love with this woman. Like I'd be yeah. in callbacks and I'd be like, pretend you love her. Yeah. And, as opposed to being like, oh, you know, it's not un similar to me loving a man Mm -hmm. you know it's oh it's such dissonance trying to pretend like i love this woman because it feels like it comes with these different like qualities and like what does a straight man look like right uh, will i come off as gay and that'll be a Mm -hmm. problem like he's obviously not actually into her yeah wink no but then it's it's actually interesting that like you know if i just like felt love
0: for that character
1: it would come off truthful even if i inherently as a person might be more Mm-hmm. flamboyant i don't know same thing i've seen straight men that are more flamboyant than i am too yeah you know well and it's exist. also
0: interesting too because then you'll see i mean that doesn't stop people from casting straight men in gay roles
1: right and
0: then like <laughs> lots of there's right. a lot of roles where it's a straight man playing a gay character and i'm like you know i what don't
1: believe you i also think gay roles um and like gay media breaks convention and not just because like um, obviously it's men with men and women with women or whatever kind of queer thing it is. Yeah. But even just like, it's not even just that a lot of the straight media I see is a man and a woman. It's also, it's just like this really masculine man and he's just got this perfect chiseled body mm-hmm. and he's going to say the same stupid, charming stuff yep. and say the same toxic things and won't take no for an answer <laughs> or whatever. And then the woman's going to be this stupid, frail, dainty thing. and yeah. blah, 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 which is
0: going to love him. She's going to love him.
1: Even though his flaws, she's going to try and fix him. Yes. Whatever. That's a very blanket statement. But yes. you know what I mean. And But, so, you know, rom-coms. Well, and that's what I mean with, like, when straight actors get cast in gay roles. I don't want to see them be that stupid convention.
0: Yeah. Um, and then putting that onto this, like, queer relationship.
1: Yeah. because That
0: inherently isn't heteronormative. And, right.
1: And it's not... And a lot of people have different opinions with um, straight actors playing gay roles. Yes. And, I mean, I do in the sense of, like, Oh, that's a queer person. Let a queer person tell that story. Yeah. Also, I think queer people do a better job. Yeah. F- portraying things just because inherently it's their own story. Right. You know, it's I don't expect them to necessarily understand the exact scenario of like coming out like, or like the love fear Simon. of having AIDS. Love Simon. Yeah. We're not gonna t-
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're not
1: gonna go down that rabbit hole. But yeah, it's that. But that's
0: that's an example of he's either, just that like was you. A straight. No,
1: he's gay. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, and like that was We're a straight yeah.
0: actor playing a gay role and i do think that some of the nuance of that experience was lost
1: yeah and i and that. it almost i find it worrisome too because that just like furthers the idea that like i mean i think about straight people that already compare my situation in real life it's just like oh it's just like you know me but you know it's with it's another just man. With the man yeah they no, don't like,
0: understand like the differences with With that. Dating and and culture and marriage and all this
1: stuff. yeah, And just like how we interact with people and move through the world. They're like, I don't get it. Why is it any different? It's just with like for you, it's just with another woman or for me, it's just with another man. Mm -hmm. Like, but it's so different. Everything. And and, like seeing that on TV where it's these gay narratives, but it's just like written a man and a woman, but they just renamed the pronouns and slapped another man, you know?
0: Yeah. And you see that so much more in like, mainstream shows and things, you know, and especially when there are characters that like, aren't the main character, but like there's a gay person. And so we're going to add them in, you know, like,
1: and even, and there's again, those narratives that we talked about coming out stories that are, um, true and valid because that happens and then there's other narratives that are like this world is like, gay is cool it's totally accepted. Mm-hmm. If it were it would happen all the time. Yes. You know, just how like, you know, since being straight is so normalized, like you see children being like, oh I kind of have a crush or like these little things mm-hmm. or you would see gay relationships everywhere. Yeah, I feel like, like it's
0: normalized, yeah.
1: Yeah, or like the gay person would even say something about liking yeah. someone of the same sex. Yes, but...
0: like in she-ra
1: i love she-ra and i haven't even seen it
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's so good yeah because in she-ra like they live in this obviously like mythical universe and being queer is so normalized Mm -hmm. and like there are multiple queer characters probably more queer characters than not (laughs) and um (laughs) but then it's just so open and normal and it's not like oh they're gay like it's just like oh yeah Gay people exist here and it's normal yeah. and fine.
1: And I mean if a straight person is watching a show that is mainly queer people and is like, I just can't get into it, or like, oh blah, that's a shame. Cause I can get into every other piece of media yeah. that's mainly straight people. Well and
0: again, it's like you can still take out universal truths.
1: Yeah, and it shouldn't be, you know, so repulsive that you can't <laughs> watch it. Yeah like I've heard people say that and I'm like, really? Why does it have to be gay? Why do they have to be cut what?
0: Why not? Why
1: not? Why yeah. does it have to be straight all the time? To- I don't fucking puke when I see a man and a woman kiss. That's a little... You're right. <laughs> um, we're about reaching time. Were there any other final points you wanted to make?
0: Oh my god, wait. I just need to say this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, The song YMCA.
1: <gasps> oh no, 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 <laughs> I
0: <Wait>. l- <laughs> The song YMCA, beloved by straight people.
1: Weddings. Church retreats. Everybody. Trump rallies. Trump rallies. It's about gay cruising. It's about gay cruising. It's ex- it's by gay men, by a group of gay men. It's by and the village people. Literally, Greenwich Village. Like, YMCA is a gay... So I was just... It's literally about guys meeting at the YMCA and,
0: like, having sex.
1: Literally, no. In the <laughs> locker room. Literally, you can hang out with all the boys. That's the lyric. And it's not even and- us making this gay. Like, that's an, that's an example of, like... Is oh, it... an explicitly gay thing, and then straight people are like, well, that's not
0: gay, and i not like, but it is!
1: <laughs> They're like, no, it's just fine, you know, the letters. Oh my but... god, no,
0: I literally, like, went to this church retreat, and we, like, <laughs> were listening to all of this music, and, you know, they all were making, it, making sure it was all, like, appropriate for church, and then they were playing YMCA, and I'm like... Why don't straight people know what
1: this song is about? I went to a wedding earlier this year and they had all all the classics, the Cha-Cha Slide, the Cupid Shuffle. And then like YMCA came on and I was with, okay, there was supposed to be so many more people at this wedding, right? Yeah. Um, And then COVID happened. And so like there was a lot less. And so I ended up being the only gay person at this wedding. But I'm talking to my like close group of friends. It was a friend from high school. And this song started playing and everyone started doing the YMCA because you all know it. You know it. I know it. Um, (laughs) I'm sitting there telling my friends, like, you know, this song is gay, right? It's about gay sex. It's not even just like romantically gay. It's sexually gay. Like
0: like it's about cruising. And
1: I literally and I said that and I literally I was with my one friend and I was just like, you can get yourself clean. You can have a good meal. You can do whatever you feel. (laughs) Sucking dick in a bathroom. Cruising in the locker room. Dropping the towel in the shower. The Young Men's Club of America... Is that what YMCA stands for? <laughs> Is gay! <laughs> and no one can tell me otherwise! No one!
0: <laughs> anyway, I just, so needed time- a- I just needed to so bring that up. So next time
1: you're at a wedding... Or, or, like a summer barbecue that your parents are making, YMCA will start playing. And you can let you,
0: everyone know. You
1: can let them all know, and even when they don't believe you, <laughs> it'll just be our little secret. Watch all your straight friends and family dance to this gay song about taking it up the butt at a pool house.
0: I'm literally crying. <laughs> Uh, Um, yeah, but so I thought that that needed to be mentioned. (laughs) No, it needed to be said. That's one
1: of my, like, go, go listen to other songs by the village people. Yeah. Literally all their hits. So good. So good. But also so explicitly gay. Um, okay. Let's get our breath. Em, would you like to share with us your recommendation for this week?
0: Yes, I would love to. (laughs) My recommendation, since we were talking about stand-up, I'm going to recommend a stand-up album. It is Homo Negro Superior by Solomon Giorgio. Mm. It is literally so good. Might be the best stand-up album I have ever listened is to. Is that the
1: one where he, he has the part where he talks about Ducky? Yeah, yes. Yeah, he okay, okay. Yeah. I love this one too. This it's
0: good so <laughs> It's so good. But again, he is the stand-up comedian who is just talking about his personal experiences as a black gay immigrant mm. and it is so funny and so good and I highly highly recommend
1: good yes uh, look it up get some laughs in <laughs> yes. we love to laugh here let to be gay <laughs> my recommendation for this week is going to be a queer artist that I found via Instagram and I'm really enjoying he's up and coming right now Jordy. he releases a bunch of these singles I don't know if he has a st- set album out now but I'll just give you some of my favorite songs by him just friends i think i listened to that on loop um i think his most recent is i want to say better by myself um he i think he's coming out with a new one lip locked which might be out by the time we release this boys 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 is another good one he's gay artist he's really cute he's up and coming and please go listen to his music some more gay shit in your life cool ask me where people can find us
0: oh yes where can people find us
1: (laughs) You can find us on Instagram at LesbiGayPodcast. There we post all of our recommendations, and you can also DM us with ideas for topics for each episode. Please do. Please do. I love hearing from you guys, and Em does too. Tell us how you think about the show, please. And then you can follow my personal Instagram at NateJig and A T E J I G. We're not going to talk about M's Instagram because it's private. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and until next time, let's be authentic.
1: Let's be represented.
0: And as always, let's be gay. gay.
1: Woo! Thank you guys so much.